Hello and good morning. Welcome to uh, Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. The the build-up is, is really hitting full swing as we build towards one of the great races on the Greyhound calendar, the Melbourne Cup at Sandown this Saturday night. We saw some fabulous heats there last Saturday. Uh, we also saw some terrific heats of the bowl trees and one of our New South Wales representatives was able to go down there and score in Corball Magic fresh on the quick backup after winning the Depto Middle Distance Championship last Thursday night. It was the main event throughout New South Wales. Last week, we also saw heats of the Casino Cup as well. So it's going to be a big show this morning. Our first guest will be Stuart Dickinson, who owns Corborn Magic, who took out heat number one of the Bowl Trees on Saturday night. Osprey Storms well off the lead and then came Got No Bro and Galloping Speed was last. Into the back, untapped as he did in the RSN Sandown Cup. Leads the way by three on second Tinker Fran. Down the outside, Corborn Magic running on. Clear of Aston Velvet and then came Zenian Bale. Untapped leads the length but here comes Corborn Magic. The New South Wales visitor up on the inside and goes for home. Corborn Magic's going to win. Corborn Magic two lengths on untapped. Third in Tinker Fran ahead of Aston Velvet, who runs in fourth, and then yeah, that was Corborn Magic taking out the first heat of the Group One Bowl Trees there at Sandown on Saturday night. We're joined by his owner now, Stuart Dickinson. And firstly, a big double congratulations to you, Stuart. Of course, won the the Group Three Dapto Middle Distance Championship last Thursday. Backed up forty eight hours later and took out a heat of the Bowl Trees. Congratulations! It, it must be a, a pretty nice ride that you're on at the moment. Yeah, no, it's great. It's um, yeah, enjoyable, and obviously the races you try to make and win them's hard. But yeah, we've been lucky enough to win that final last week and make the final of the Bold Trees. Now he's a, a greyhound that's he's been thrown in the deep end from from quite a young age. Of course, we saw him place in the seven fifteen, pretty much as a pup, going back to to sort of June July uh, this year. Now that he's had all this experience of of racing against the Greyhounds, the like of Super Estrella and Co. He's it's it's really starting to pay dividends now because he's in he's in an amazing uh, run of form at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's twenty one months old when he made that final, but he's always the whole these litters before him, like Corborn Footright. They've always showed that they wanted to stay, and Andy and Jody stepped him up early. And um, yeah, with with all that experience behind him now, he's in pretty good stead to you know, to travel and take on these races. Yeah, absolutely he is. And just talk about uh, your association uh, with the Lords. You've had a long uh, association with them and, and had plenty of plenty of good dogs. Just talk us through that, that association and, and the dogs that you've had with them over the journey. Oh, look, Andy and Jody, they've we've done a lot together. He went to New Zealand and trained out in New Zealand for us as partners and, and he moved into... You know, the property at home, we raced dogs together for five years. We've built homes together. We've had cattle together, grown loose, and it's more of a friendship than a, you know, than anything else. And we're, um, yeah, we've been together for close to 30 years since when I was a young kid, used to go over there and Andy used to check me dogs. Um, and then we just, yeah, formed that association and grew from there. It's a pretty nice association to have because Andy and Jody, as, as we all know, are, uh, are arguably the, uh, in the top two or three trainers, uh, not only here in New South Wales, but of course across Australia as well. So certainly a, a nice association to have. We've had plenty of good dogs uh, over over your time as well. Corborn Whip, Corborn Marty, Corborn Footrot, and Corborn Turvey. 
Um, just talk us through Cornwall Magic and where he he sort of sits alongside those dogs. Oh, he's he's actually the next litter to Cornwall Turvey, but he potentially at the same age he's doing more than probably them dogs and um, yeah, potentially he's the probably the best dog I've I've had. Yeah, and I know Dapto last week was over the six hundred. We we surprised at. Um, how easy he was able to win the heat and final of that race, considering he'd been racing over the 700 he starts prior. So to come back in trip and, and still be too sharp for what was a, a terrific series, did that surprise you at all? Or was that just more, um, just showed you how that he'd matured into this, this star that he's become? Well, what really shocked me was just the way he sort of went through the field and through the gaps and just turned into a race dog like overnight nearly, and um, we knew he was going to be coming from the behind, and he's just learning to do things right and weave through him instead of running the back of him, and that's what virtually won him the won him that 600-metre race he's field then. Yeah, absolutely. He's so hopefully his... he shows it on Saturday night. Yeah, he will need to, uh, especially from, from box number five. Just going through the field, how do you rate his chances there? If he can replicate what he did last week, he's, he's going to be right in the race. Yeah, I think he's going to be hard to beat. I think he... If he if he begins and finds a spot, he'll um he's going to be better for it. As you know, he backed up two days after his 600 meter run, which is um and drove to Melbourne's first time he's travelled. I think the dog's got improvement in him. He seems to be cherry ripe, according to Andy. So we'll we're going down there, pretty confident to hopefully get the right run. And it's it's been a I suppose a lean spell the past few years with dogs. How rewarding is it uh, for yourself to to, to win uh, these feature races and also to qualify for a group one? Oh, yeah, it's, they're, they're hard to get these dogs. They don't just arrive all the time. And as I said, in recent years, me better dogs, it was only 12, 15 months ago, Corborn Foot, Roddy ran second in the in the, in the the um, Rookie Rebel. And Marty was a good dog, like second Bond Farrell Frankie. They, they've been there, but they're hard to get the real good ones. And they don't... Yeah, four letter trees, and um, you only get one every few three or four years if you're lucky to get any. Yeah, absolutely. And the bowl trees. When you you know you bred the mother, and you know my son's actually taken over a lot of the rearing at home, Bailey, and this is his sort of first batch of dogs that come through since he started taking over the greyhounds, and he reminds me of that. So, yeah, but... but they're um, it's a yeah team effort here, and we seem to be going having a bit of luck. Yeah, absolutely you are. And the bowl trees would be the biggest win that you've had in your ownership career. Yeah. Yeah. That's I've um I've had luck in New Zealand with group ones, but I've never won one here. I've had a second. I've made about four or five finals, but I haven't won one. And you're going to have a, a very nice chance there on Saturday night. So the best of luck uh to you, Stuart, with Corball Magic, I'm sure if he can jump clean, get a an unimpeded run, he he will be right there at the finish on, on Saturday night, particularly with the, the form he's in at the moment. So the best of luck to you. No doubt all of New South Wales will be cheering for him. Yeah, thanks a lot. And we'll see what happens. There's Stuart Dickinson, who owns Corball Magic, who's going to be one of the, the favourites in the Group 1 Bowl Trees at Sandown on Saturday night. Mm-hmm.
Patty wants Pats won the start, won the race of the lead. Wow, she's fastest check to the rear. Patty's out by five. Second of all was Zipping Lopez. On its outside was Schick. Deeper then was Vala Bale. Behind them was Panadero Warrior. Then Black Sail. Wow, she's fast as last. But Patty, Patty wants Pats as eight in front. Trying hard was Zipping Lopez. But Patty's going to get all the Pats tonight. Patty wants Pats win. Second home, Vala Bale. Third in was Zipping Lopez. Ahead of Black Sail. Then came Schick. Yeah, that was Paddy Wants Pats, a dominant winner at Sandown in his heat of the, the, the Group 1 Melbourne Cup there last Saturday night. We're joined by his trainer now, Kelly Bravo. Good morning to you, Kelly. Morning. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Firstly, a big congratulations to you on qualifying Paddy through to the Melbourne Cup. He was awesome there on Saturday, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He's, um, he's, he just beat his straps again. He's back to his best. Um, yeah, no, he, he was nice to see him out in front, that's for sure. Now, it's, it has to be said, it's a terrific training effort by yourself and, and husband, Brett. I've, he, he tore his back muscle, am I right in saying, in the Perth Cup? And normally that can affect them, particularly their early speed. But he was bringing out of the boxes there on Saturday. Yeah, he was. He, um, it's probably one thing he, he hasn't done is lost his early pace. Um, Brett's put a lot of work into him. Um, we've had a couple of back muscles we've come back from over the years. I sort of knew what he was doing there, so... Um, yeah, put a lot of work into him and, and got him back. And the one thing he did say was, I want to win the Melbourne Cup with this dog. <laughs> At least he's in the finals. <laughs> yeah, he got through the, the first step and and he's there and he's he's going to be a real-life shot. Now, we know he's a he's a son of uh, a champion bitch that you guys had in Strikerlight who won three group ones. She also made a Melbourne Cup final but finished down the track. Is there a lot of similarities between the two and... Who, who? I guess they both had genuine high early speed. Um, how do you rate his chances compared to what what she had uh, when she look, was they, in the Melbourne they Cup? Both drew the pink, so um, we I think this is our fourth box eight in the Melbourne Cup, so we haven't been too successful out of box eight. But in saying that, that the other three were bitches and probably were terribly drawn. It, it's not ideal for him. I would have liked to have seen him closer to the defence, but. Um, you know, I guess if, if out of all of ours, any of them could do it, it would be him. But um, he's just going to have to, you know, get the start and, and hope that some of the media dogs on the inside don't. So. And just looking at the field, I'm sure you've you've looked across it. Who do you consider the the main dangers in the race? Uh, look, I, I think Fernando Mick probably plays a big part in how the race will pan out, whether he begins... Um, Obviously, if he begins, he's, he's got you know quite a lot of early pace as well. So, um, and then just I guess that you've got a bit of, you know the, the dogs on the inside. It, it's just it's, I, I try not to analyse races too much, otherwise it it just goes through your head. I just think what well, it'll be, what it'll be. He'll go in there on Saturday night, you know, feeling it for me in bucks, and and um, once I put him in the box, that's all we can do. So. Yeah, and sometimes you can over analyse it, and it never plays out the way that you <laughs> you think it would. No, no, that's. So, um, but look, we couldn't be happy with him. He's pulled up super. He had a little bit of an issue a few weeks ago. He was getting run down, and we um, we sort of had a bit of an excuse each time. And I think by the third time, we thought, no, we're missing something here. So we were able to get on top of a bit of a blood issue that he had, and um, he's just come back at the right time. So we're just hoping that um, yeah, he can he can somehow get his way across. Yeah, it's a nice time to to be peaking now. Yourself and Brett, you've scaled down your greyhound operation uh, in recent years, but 
Uh, I know I see on social media a lot uh, your daughter Bronte, who who trains Big Bertha the half to to Patty is is into a into equestrian. So you've got a lot of horses and and really supporting her, aren't you? Yeah, that's it. We sort of just tried to, to scale down the dogs a bit. You know, we've been doing them for so long, um, you know, numbers for so long. And, you know, to do them properly and do the dogs justice, you've got to give them 100%. And, um, but in saying that, we're really enjoying We've only got two or three race dogs. And um, we sort of said we'd see, birth, um, see Strike a Light pups through. And, um, we're, yeah, we're just really enjoying them. They're, they're a nice couple of dogs to train and... Um, you know, you still get a bit of life balance because you haven't got a kennel of 20 out there. We've only got, you know, five kennels, so that's, that's as much as we can do. And um, so it just makes it a bit more enjoyable and you can do the right thing by the dogs again, so that's good. Yeah, very good. And it was announced on the, the weekend that Paddy Wands Pats will now be into the Phoenix representing the, the zipping, keeping slot. How exciting yeah. is that? How exciting yeah, is that for good. you guys? Yeah, definitely. We were pretty happy to secure that spot. We had a... A little bit of interest, but um, yeah, we sort of were able to secure the spot on wet Sunday after his race on Saturday night. So, um, you know, it'd be nice to see him pinch one of them, and that could probably nearly end his racing career, and he could go to stud. So, um, we're just hoping that um, you know, he's lucky enough to to be able to pinch one. Yeah, well, I'm sure with his early speed, if if he if he gets it right on Saturday and then in the Phoenix, if he if he draws well and, and, and begins fast, he's going to take a lot of running down. It's so often you see in big races that that if you can jump to the front and take luck out of the equation, it, it, it plays into your hands. So I'm sure if he puts it all together, he's going to be right there in the finish, not only on Saturday, but also in the Phoenix in a number of weeks' time. So good luck on Saturday. Firstly, with Paddy Wonspats uh, to you, Kelly, and also to... To Brett and all, all your extended family, um, I'm sure it'll be a very exciting night for you. Thank you. Thanks for that. <laughs> There's Kelly Bravo who puts the polish on. Paddy wants Pats, who was a brilliant heat winner of the Melbourne Cup on Saturday. And even though he's drawn a little bit awkwardly out in box eight on, on Saturday night in the final, he's he's got the talent to, to be able to burn across and, and give them something to run down. He's a big player in the Melbourne Cup on Saturday. Our next guest is... Steve Kavanagh, who prepares Lewis Rumble, who took out a heat of the Casino Cup last Friday. Good morning to you, Steve. Yeah, good morning, mate. Thank you. Firstly, big congratulations to you with Lewis Rumble's heat win last Friday. It was it was a sign that he was getting right back towards his very best form, wasn't it? Oh, I think he's heading that way. Thanks, mate. Um, don't know for sure just yet, but he's doing most things right at this stage. Now, of course, we saw him make the final of the the Group 1 Golden Easter Egg back over uh, the the Autumn Carnival at Wentworth Park where he didn't have a lot of luck in the final and, and then he didn't have much luck in a, in a semi of the, the $10 million chase. Off the back of that, uh, he had an issue. Just talk us through, our li- uh, tell us, tell our listeners um, uh, what issue he did have because he did have a long time away from the racetrack. Oh, uh, yeah, he... He had a torn situation in his hip support and uh, took a little bit of a while to to get through that and we finally got through that and um, he was almost ready to roll in the regional heats of the Million Dollar Chase Casino and the beginning of that particular week he uh, somehow tore a toenail right out of his foot which uh, accounted for the rest of the time. It was nearly six months before we got it all sorted. And and off the back of that, 
was there any fears that you might not get him back to the to the racetrack? No, not really. I had some, some uh, surgery toe-wise toe uh, just to make sure uh, there was no ongoing injury problems there. So there's just no nail and that's it. Everything's back to normal in that regard. So I, that's, that's not holding him back at all, no. Yeah, well, that's certainly a, a good result. Now, going there on uh, into the heats last Friday, you were in a, in a pretty hot heat, of course, respectability. I yep. uh, was in that race as well. How much confidence uh, did you have going into that heat? Well, I, I, I was in my own mind. I thought he was he's coming back pretty good, so he just had to do everything right, even though he was he camped a little bit wider than, than he's used to right the way around, but he went good, and uh, so did Mick Patterson's respectability too. He's terrific run him, so which I expected. And uh, no, it pretty much panned out the way I hoped it would anyway. Yeah, very good. And he started a short-priced favourite in the Casino Cup last year and was beaten. How would you compare his form this year to, to last year when he went in as that short-priced favourite? Oh, I, I I don't think he's quite on his game like he was then. Uh, he uh, the, the heat last year was one of the, one of the best runs he's put in anywhere, I'd imagine. Uh I'm not sure he's back to that stage yet, or given given his age, whether he'll ever get back to there. But he's 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 on the way, I reckon. And he's drawn the same box as he had last year in box yep. number seven. Does that hold any fears for you going into the final this Friday? No, not really. He's a hit, hit the ground running dog, or you're possibly out of play if you don't do that. He's a on top of the ground top of speed dog, and that's the way they've got to run. So he's got to be up there early and. Uh, give himself a chance. Now, a couple of your main dangers uh, in the final on Friday, a rapid ripple and suave ripple, and there's a, a little bit of a story uh, behind those two in in that the, a long-time family friend, Michael uh, Lalich, trains them, and and yep. you gifted him a bitch around eight years ago or something, and, and these two greyhounds have, have come from that line. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's about it in a nutshell, mate. Yeah, they're uh, descendants of, uh, of Rumbles, obviously. Well, they're Rumbles in in the background there, and uh, a couple of nice little dogs come through it as well. And has there been any <laughs> any little bit of banter between yourself and Michael uh, leading into the Cup final this week? Oh, we we just uh, we just take it three ways and see how we go, mate. There's no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no good at getting too cheeky because you look stupid if you get beat. So, <laughs> I guess that, that that is one way look, you can look at it. You can say you you've got three chances in eight to to win the cup this week. Yeah, that's what we're looking at at this point. We'll worry about that after. Yeah, and as far as post uh, this Friday is concerned, um, do you have any plans with him? Of course, the Brisbane Carnival is not too far away. The Lismore Cup, of course, now going to be run. Uh, there at Casino. Is, is there any plans in place for, for the next couple of months with him? Well, now that now that that's only recently that that Lismore one's been uh, rescheduled. So uh, before I had that in mind, I, I was going to take a run to, down to Tassie. But um, now that that's on within the next few weeks, I'll, I'll obviously go to the Lismore one and see where we go from there. But as you said, the, the Brisbane stuff to, uh, starts up reasonably soon. And... Uh, and then after Christmas, there's probably a few down in Sydney as well. But 
We've got to get through the early stages first. Yeah, well, I'm sure if he can, if he can, if he can stay sound, he's he's going to be a, a big player, and there might be a few up there in the Northern Rivers that could be a little bit disappointed after you just said that you were thinking of going to Tassie, but now it looks like you'll stay and have a crack at that Lismore Cup. So you might have just broken a few Northern Rivers hearts. So, um, uh, well, I hope the good ones go somewhere else. Put it that way. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm sure he, he's one of the good ones himself. So even if the good ones are there, he's going to give all those races that you send him to a, a big a big shake. There's no doubt about that. So good luck on Friday. Good yeah. luck on Friday with him and then by extension over the next few months with where you decide to send him. Good on you, mate. Thanks very much. No problem. There's See Steve you. Kavanagh who trains Lewis Rumble. What an absolute beauty. He is, he'll be one of the favourites in the Casino Cup this Friday. Of course, Saturday night, Sandown, don't miss the action. It's going to be one of the best nights of Greyhound racing uh, for the year. The Group 1 Melbourne Cup, the Group 1 Bold Trees, a couple of stunning races and very, very even on paper. It's, it's going to be a, a heck of a night there at Sandown. And of course, if locally, if you wanted to have a look at Dapto, there's a couple of nice greyhounds that are going to go around there with an eye towards the Megastar Heats, which kick off uh, next Thursday night. So we'll touch on them on next Tuesday morning show. Till next week, take care. Many winners. Podcasts will be up online soon.